Welcome to Saturday Story Circle, always on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. This special edition episode of the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd takes place before the events that happened in episode number 613. Hi! I'm Alan. I'm Christina. I'm Skylar! And And you're you're listening listening to to our episode, episode, The Radio Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. It's time once again for America's favorite show, The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd. Brought to you by DrFloyd.com. We begin this episode deep in the loathsome lair of that malicious miscreant, evil mastermind, Dr. Steve. We find the bungling buffoon trying to wrap a birthday present. Ah, why don't they make this tape easier to manage? I've got to get this gift wrapped. Hey, what is in there? Ah, ah, Fidget, I didn't hear you come in. Uh, well, if you must know, it's your birthday present. My birthday present? You remember? Of course I remembered, Fidget. Your birthday was one of the main reasons I hired you as my sock-shaped assistant lo those many years ago. Hmm? Of course, you're a leapling, meaning your birthday falls on February 29th. Leap day. Well, of course it's an advantage. For one thing, you're technically a quarter of your real age, which means I can claim you as a dependent on my taxes for much longer than most people can. But that's not even the best reason. With your birthday being on a leap day, that means I only have to buy you a birthday gift once every four years. Talk about a cost savings. Yes, sir, I sure wish I could shake the hand of the man who insisted that we have Leap Day every four years on February 29th. Yeah. Wait a minute, I have a time and space travel device. I can shake that man's hand and swipe a copy of the first calendar that has a Leap Day on it to bring back to the future and sell on eBay. Quick fidget, to the ship, we're going to Rome in 1584. As our resident reprehensible reprobate, Dr. Steve, dashes off to his time and spaceship with his pint-sized partner following behind. Let's check in with our hero, the world's most brilliant scientist, Dr. Floyd. We find Dr. Floyd in his laboratory with his young protege, Dr. Grant, and their faithful robot companion, Chips. Oh, brother, now it's a half second too slow. What intonation are you two trying to do? Well, Chips got fidgered a new atomic watch for his birthday, and we're just trying to set it. Oh, I see. Wait a minute. Shouldn't an atomic watch set itself? Oh, well, this isn't that kind of atomic watch, Dr. Floyd. Fidget likes ants, so it's a vintage atomic ant watch. You know, with the cartoon character on it. <laughs> oh, I see. Wait a minute. It's Fidget's birthday? Yes! February 29th. February 29th? Wait a minute, aren't there only 28 days in February? Most years there are, Dr. Grant, but this is a leap year, so February has 29 days. Why is that? Well, we have to add an extra day to the calendar every four years in order to keep it in sync with the solar year. Solar year? Yes, you see, Dr. Grant, there are 365 days in the calendar year, but it actually takes the Earth 365 and a quarter days to make one full trip around the sun. So every four years, those quarter days equal one extra day that we add to the calendar. What would happen if we just kept the calendar as it is. Oh, if we didn't observe leap year, after a hundred years, our calendar and the solar calendar would be off by about 
Oh, 25 days! Yeah, that means, for example, the spring season wouldn't start until way into April, almost a month later, and summer wouldn't begin until July. Who decided to add in an extra day to keep things in sync? The Egyptians were the first to come up with the idea of adding an extra day into the year. Then it was Julius Caesar who adopted the idea for the Roman calendar and inserted a bunch of leap days into it. Right, but eventually there were too many leap days in that calendar, so on October 15th, 1582, Pope Gregory XIII created the Gregorian calendar, which is the calendar we use today. Wow, that sure was smart thinking. Otherwise, after a couple hundred years, we'd be celebrating Christmas in the summer. Just like they do in Australia. What do you mean? Oh, you'll have to look up that answer for yourself, Dr. Grant, because Dr. Stephen Fidget have just made a time jump to February 29th, 1584. Oh, no, that's the day of the first leap year ever celebrated after the adoption of the Gregorian calendar. Wow, how ironic. We were just talking about leap years. Yeah, isn't it funny how our episodes work like that? Our heroes sprint off to their time and spaceship and are soon hot on the trail of Dr. Stephen Fidget, who have just landed in Rome in 1584 in their quest to shake hands with Pope Gregory XIII and steal the first Gregorian calendar with a leap day on it. Okay, Fidget, here we are. Now we just need to find the Pope and swipe the first Gregorian calendar with a leap day on it. Of course people will believe that we're monks. We've got the robes and everything. Excuse me. Excuse me. Fire. See, I told you, Fidget. Uh, yes, young page? Father the Pope asked me if you were free to conduct a wedding ceremony for him. A wedding ceremony? Yes, there's a young couple who wants to get married today, but His Holiness is too busy preparing to leave this afternoon on his trip to Spain. So he asked me to find someone to perform the ceremony. I'd be honored to unite a young couple in wedded bliss. <laughs> I'm not a monk, Fidget, but a year ago I did go to that website to become a minister. You're looking at a fully ordained minister who has the power to legally marry people. I did it for tax reasons. No buts, Fidget. Besides, where there's a wedding, there's wedding gifts. More for us to steal. We'll marry the young couple and then meet up with the Pope to swipe his calendar before he leaves. Young Page, I'll do it. But please tell the Pope that I'd like to speak to him before he leaves. But it's not a tight schedule, so you gotta get over there quick. How long could a wedding ceremony possibly take? I'll get the couple hitched and then be right over. Sounds good. The couple is waiting in the chapel. I'm on my way. Oh no, Dr. Steve is on his way to perform a wedding ceremony. Luckily, our heroes have just landed in 1584. Chips, do you have a reading on where Dr. Steve is? Is he near the Pope? Actually, no, Dr. Floyd. According to my calculations, Pope Gregory is over in that building, and Dr. Steve and Fidget are in that small chapel over Hmm, I wonder what he's planning. Well, in order to cover our bases, we should probably split up. Dr. Floyd, you and I can go check on the Pope and make sure he's okay. Yes, and I'll go spy on Dr. Stephen Fidget. Sounds like a plan. Oh, well, that way, if I see Fidget, I can give him his birthday gift. Okay, keep in touch with the handy communicator rings. Dr. Floyd and Dr. Grant run off to check on Pope Gregory the Thirteenth as Chips makes her way to the chapel, the very same chapel where we now find Dr. Steve standing in front of the altar beginning the wedding ceremony. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to join Alan and Christina in wedded... Um, excuse me, Friar? Uh, Alan, it's not your turn to speak yet. Sorry, but uh, I was just a thinking that I should really have a best man. Best man? See, all grooms need a best man. Well, uh, Friar Fidget is here. Could he be your best man? Sure, that'd be great. Okay, we're all set. Here we go. Ahem. <clears throat> 
Dearly beloved. Excuse me, Friar Steve. Oh, what now? If Alan gets the best of man, I really should have a maid of honor. Maid of honor? Look, I'm really on a bit of a time crunch. Couldn't we just do without the maid of honor? I'm a sorry, Friar, but I feel that if we have to pay for this wedding service, we should really get to do it the way we want. But I really need to... Uh, did you say pay? See, I have the 255,000 lira to give you right here. 255,000? Lira. Ooh, I'll be rich. Excuse me? Uh, I said if there's 255,000 lira involved, I do believe you should have a maid of honor. Uh, Friar Fidget, take this gown and these flowers and see if you can't rustle us up a maid of honor. Fidget quickly runs outside the chapel door and bumps directly into Chips. Oh, hello, Fidget. Happy birthday. Here, I brought you a present. radios Dr. Floyd and then slips into a small alcove to put on her maid of honor gown, Fidget runs back into the chapel. Any luck finding a maid of honor? Uh-huh. Excellent. This is going to work out perfectly. We'll do the ceremony and then... Your maid of honor has arrived! Perfect timing. Now we... Wait a minute. That maid of honor is none other than Dr. Floyd's faithful robot companion, Chips. Uh-huh. But if she's here, that means Dr. Floyd must be here as well. Uh-huh. And if Dr. Floyd's here, that means he's going to prevent me from stealing the first Gregorian calendar with a leap day on it. Yep, I'm a me. Oh, well, it's no use. We'll have to forget about the calendar. Let me at least conduct the wedding ceremony and we can grab the 255,000 lira and make sure this trip isn't a total loss. Uh, okay, let's take our places, please. Uh, do we have everyone? Uh, groom? See, si, Friar. Bride? All right here. Best man? Morning. Maid of honor? Hi. 255,000 lira? Um, I have it right here in my pocket. Just making sure. Okay, we're ready to begin. <clears throat> Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to join Alan and Christina in wedded bliss. Do you, Alan, take Christina to be your lawfully wedded wife? To have and to hold in sickness and in health? For Richard or... <laughs> Oh, uh, right. Uh, for richer or poorer till death do you part? I do. And do you, Christina, take Richard? Alan. Uh, right, Alan, as your lawfully wedded husband, to have and to hold, etc., etc., till death do you part? I do. Then by the powers vested in me by instantminister.com, I now pronounce you man and wife. You may kiss the bride. No, mm-hmm. oh, kissing is so gross. Grazie, Friar Steve. Here's the 255,000 lira. Oh, why, thank you so much. Now you two go out there and have a wonderful marriage. Oh, and, uh, Alan? See, Friar? Pretty smart move, getting married on leap day. You only have to buy a present once every four years. Well, that's, uh, not actually why we did it. Uh-huh, sure, your secret's safe with me. You two run along now. Enjoy your honeymoon. We will. Thank you, grazie. 
All right, Fidget, let's take the money and run. Hold on, Dr. Steve. That money is a donation to the church. There is no way I'm going to let you walk out of here with it. You are going to stop me from walking out of here? You and what army? This army! Dr. Floyd, Dr. Grant, curses. All right, here, look, I'm putting the money in the donation basket. See? Yeesh. And I guess there's no point in trying to steal the Gregorian calendar, is there? Nope, the Pope just left and took it with him. Drat and double drat. Well, it looks like you've got me again, Floyd. I guess there's only one thing left to say. Well, I'm probably going to regret asking this, but what's that? You have a tiny little head. Run, Fidget, run! I knew I shouldn't have asked. Dr. Stephen Fidget hightail it out of the chapel, back to their own time and spaceship, and jump back into the time and space stream. As they do, Dr. Floyd, Dr. Grant, and Chips return to their ship and give chase. What adventures lie ahead for our heroes? Will they ever be able to put an end to Dr. Steve's evil ways? And just what birthday gift did Dr. Steve get for Fidget? I know how much you like ants, so it's a big box of chocolate-covered ants. Find out next time on the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd! Episode number SE018 of The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd featured Mora Quirk as Chips, www.moraquirk.com, Alan Ryder as Alan, Christina Newton as Christina, and Skylar Newton as The Page. Music for this episode by Jody Whitesides, www.jodywhitesides.com. This episode was written by Grant Pachoco based on story ideas by Christina, Alan, and Skylar. Leave us a voicemail at area code 818-332-3053. Episode number SE018 of The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd is copyright 2008, Dr. Floyd Industries. All rights reserved. If you'd like to sponsor your own custom episode of The Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd, please contact info at drfloyd.com for pricing and information. Clear the airwaves! Clear the airwaves! It's now time for Dr. Floyd's Imagination Nation Ranger's secret message for you members of the Dr. Floyd Imagination Nation. Remember, kids, only official radio adventures of Dr. Floyd Imagination Nation Rangers can decode Dr. Floyd's secret message with the secret decoder ring available only from www.imaginationranger.com. All right, grab your secret decoder rings and a pencil and paper and prepare to set your imagination to fun. Remember, Dr. Floyd is counting on you. And here is the Radio Adventures of Dr. Floyd Imagination Nation Ranger secret message for episode number SE018, A Leap Wedding. This is the answer to the riddle that you can find in the Imagination Ranger forums. Here we go. 15, 7, 5, 8, 20, 3, 17, 12, 7, 18, 23, 4, 1, 15, 14, 8, 26, 8. And that was a message from Dr. Floyd himself to all his Imagination Nation Rangers. You can join Dr. Floyd's Imagination Nation and become an Imagination Nation Ranger only at www.imaginationranger.com. And until next time, set your imagination to fun. Don't just sit there. You're under strict orders to go to www.parary.com. Hip. This is Jack Ward. And on behalf of everyone here at the Mutual Audio Network, we wish you, your family, 
and all your friends safe harbor during these difficult times.